Welcome everyone to the Cosmos Club, where we talk all things Cosmos, we tweet daily about what's going on, and then we invite interesting, fascinating, hardworking builders of the Cosmos ecosystem. And today we got you, CJ, from DMX. Welcome to the, to the club. Hey, thanks for having us. Happy to be here. So uh, let's just uh, dive right in. Uh, perhaps you can just uh, introduce yourself and uh, to the uninitiated, what is DMX and why should they pay attention here? Sure. Hey, everyone. So I'm CJ. I am the Business Development and Chief Strategy at Switcho. And I'm just going to give a quick introduction to the different entities because I know it can be a bit confusing. So Switcho is the legalized entity that is based in Singapore. We are all docs, so you can like read out our profile. You know that we're not anonymous and all that. And our product is the Carbon Network, which is our layer one ecosystem that is built on the Cosmos SDK. And it will also be supporting a permissionless uh, Solidity smart contract platform next week or sometime in this in this month, hopefully. And our main most popular dApp is called DMAX, which is the ones that you guys should be familiar with uh, because that's the one that you, you can actually go on and try out different things. So uh, DMAX, basically our goal is really straightforward, is to be the all-in-one DeFi hub where you can do anything that you need in DeFi and you don't have to use like a centralized exchange for, for anything, whether it's trading, whether it's investing, et cetera. So that's our goal. Yeah, and I think it shows, um, and thank you, by the way, for clarifying the difference, because a lot of people I can see from the community, and by the way, a lot of people are super excited, uh, so kudos to you and your team, um, but a lot of people is asking uh, the difference, uh, you know, distinction between, uh, yeah, the Carbon team, the DMX team, and yeah, there's multiple players, it seems, but uh, you're all working in the collective front, it seems, to make a one-stop shop or all things crypto and DeFi that you want to do. That's right. Awesome. So perhaps just to take us a little bit back, like how did you guys get started? Uh, like how, how did we arrive to this day uh, with DMX? Sure, my pleasure. So we do have a little bit of history starting back in 2018 where we first won a, a new hackathon. So new is the it's another ecosystem that is popular in China. Uh, but it's not too popular right now, um, but that's where we came from. We created the first uh, CLOP-based DEX on NEO. So CLOP stands for Central Limit Order Book. And if you have used a centralized exchange, then your, your limit orders that you set is basically you are interacting with a Central Limit Order Book. So we launched our CLOP DEX in 2018 on the NEO ecosystem. So we do have quite a few years of history in running CLOP DEXs. And it, it was a, the first of its kind on Neo, fully uh, non-custodial, fully permissionless. And basically, the reason why we did that was because in 2017, there, were, there was a crypto bull run and a lot of exchanges were just um, getting basically hacked, right, left and right. Uh, it's like a honeypot for hackers. So they didn't take security seriously. Users that put their funds in, they lost a lot of money. And we were basically thinking like, hey, crypto is meant to be like permissionless, non-custodial. You protect your own assets. So why are you giving your assets away to a centralized exchange? It's like the complete opposite of what crypto was meant to be. So with that vision, we created the first decentralized uh, NEO DEX uh, in, in, well, in NEO. And very soon after that, we, we created the first atomic swap between different chains because we, we understood that NEO wasn't everything. There were so many other crypto ecosystems in the world, and they don't talk to each other very well, right? because they have different consensus algorithms, whatever. 
And what we did was create an atomic swap, which is like a cross-chain, native cross-chain swap between uh, NEO and the Ethereum ecosystem, because th these two ecosystems were very popular back then. And you can basically like sign in with your, your Web3 uh, Ethereum wallet and then your NEO wallet, and then you make a swap. And that's basically like what um, TorChain is doing. Uh, of course, TorChain is doing a very complicated model, uh, th but that's the general gist. So native cross-chain swaps was achieved uh, by our team in uh, 2018. So that, that was when we started to do like cross-chain stuff. Uh, but we do recognize that atomic swaps were, were not scalable, right? So in order to be scalable, crypto needed standards. So that's why uh, we were searching for a good standard to use. And then we saw the Cosmos SDK in 2018, which really was what we were looking for. So we, we took a while, but we eventually rebuilt our entire um, network onto the Cosmos SDK. Uh, and we joined IBC. So we are now part of the IBC gang. Yep. Uh, and during that whole like re-engineering, at the same time, there were regulatory concerns and all that. So we we rebranded we ourselves from Switchio uh, onto Carbon, the, the network, and then DMAX, the exchange. So that's a brief history. Hmm. Nice. And uh, great to have you both uh, using the uh, Cosmos SDK and uh, being IBC-enabled. Or perhaps just uh, talk to us a little bit about the decision to to go from Neo to uh, to Cosmos, because obviously moving from Neo to Cosmos, I'm assuming you've had a lot of different ecosystems, a lot of different technologies, chains that you could uh, could have chosen. So why did the decision uh, land on uh, Cosmos? Yes. So our vision was always to create a truly de decentralized, but also highly interoperable blockchain network and. Well, Neo itself is not really interoperable with other ecosystems. And when we saw the Cosmos um, IBC concept, right, back in 2018, we saw that they were building a standard for blockchain interoperability. It's similar to like the internet's like TCPIP, where it basically allows for so many people to use the same standard to make things easier to, to work together, to integrate. So we, we saw that this was where the future of blockchain was heading, interoperability. Uh, and we basically knew that, okay, if we want to become relevant, I mean, to stay relevant, we have to uh, move to a new standard where, where basically inter-blockchain communication was standardized. So everything and all the collaborations and integrations with other protocols and networks will be a lot easier. And I think that was, in hindsight, a really good, good move. Definitely. The cosmos is expanding. And uh, I think a lot of people recognize this uh, huge value proposition, which will only get bigger, by, uh, by the way, yes. uh, as the cosmos grows. That's right. Great. So let's talk about the products, uh, DMX. Um, honestly, I am just flabbergasted, amazed by what you've built. For those of you who haven't tried, you can go on uh, dem.exchange. And really, the first thing that I noticed when I first interacted with DMX um, is how elegant and smooth the experience is. I mean, honestly, it, it feels like I'm using Binance or some centralized uh, tool or exchange. It's really, really slick, really, really smooth. You have all these different products, perpetual trading, uh, margin trading. You got a lending and borrowing market with Nitron. Um, there's just so much that I would expect from a centralized exchange, but not a decentralized decentralized exchange so so really well done there and uh, i think you're really delivering on the promise of being a one-stop shop for all things DeFi. 
But uh, yeah, to talk, walk us through what a user can do on DMX and uh, perhaps also what is uh, coming uh, in, the, in the future, both near term and, and long term. Yeah, we'd be happy to. So if, if you're uh, excited with what we have now, we can't wait to share with you guys what we have coming this year. We have an article that is coming out uh, this week that has our roadmap for the year, and it's going to have so many exciting features that uh, I'll share about in due time. But for today, we're going to talk about what we can do right now live on the mainnet. So our goal uh, is basically to have a place where you can trade every asset. So if you think about it on a on Binance, for example, you can trade any asset from whatever ecosystem, whether it's like the Aptos token or the Solana token or like Ethereum token, whatever asset uh, that you can, you can, that's existing in, in crypto, you can basically trade it in one single platform with, without any, without going to like any other wallets or ecosystems. So that's the experience that we're trying to create on DMAX. And that's why if you go over to DMAX, you will see all kinds of assets from all ecosystems, whether it's EVM, it's non-EVM, or even if it's, uh, especially if it's IBC, we have so many IBC chains that we are supporting and integrating with uh, every week. So that's one of the first thing that we are very proud of is a cross-chain uh, decentralized exchange where you can trade all kinds of assets. And we are also launching more perps every, every uh, month. So perps are all of the rage right now. That's where you can do leverage and then you can trade with... Um, by going long and going short. So you can also bet on prices going down, which is something you can't really do with, with spot. So um, our perps right now support Atom as well as Osmosis for people who are in the Cosmos ecosystem. But of course, also it comes with Bitcoin and Ethereum perps. So we support spot as well as perps. And what's interesting about us is that we also have this liquidity um, model where you can basically provide liquidity in an AMM very similar to like on Uniswap, where you provide 50-50 if you have two of the same asset. And what we do is that we take that liquidity and we would spread it across the order book. So if you if you are coming from DeFi, this should be familiar a, a familiar concept where you, you put pool liquidity and then you can uh, other people can trade it and then you get um like a bit of the trading fees as in exchange for providing liquidity. So we, we launched that in 2020. And uh, that has helped us to be basically a hybrid platform, where whether you are a coming from DeFi and familiar with liquidity pools, or whether you are a sophisticated uh, market maker that use only order books for your market making, both of them, both both approaches are available on DMX. Yep. Um, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, but one of the things that I'm very proud of is our flexible network fees. So one of the main themes this year is accessibility. We understand that um, most of the time when people go onto crypto, especially if they are first time, they go through a centralized exchange and then they come onto like DeFi. But we, we don't want that. So that's why this year we are introducing a lot of new features that would uh, allow for much greater accessibility and convenience in terms of the onboarding such that you can directly on-ramp onto our platform and then you can trade even without our gas token. So flexible network fees is live already and you have a lot of different assets that you can use as your gas token, such as like Ethereum or Atom or Osmo or even like stablecoin. So you can just come in with a stablecoin and you can start trading and you don't have to care about like getting gas from, from somewhere. You don't have to ask your friends if they can send you gas. So that's one of the features that, that we really enjoy. And we are also um, creating this new feature that will come um, live next week called Group Tokens. 
where all of the different USDC will basically just become US, USDC or USD. And if you, if you try moving like different excellent USDC around in Cosmos, you might know what I'm talking about where different channel ID, mm. excellent USDC just doesn't, doesn't show up. And you have to like send it back and send it through a different, different route in order to have the right channel ID of excellent USDC on your platform. So as a DEX, if you are a user and you, you use Binance before, you know it all gets converted onto BUSD uh, at the moment. So we have basically introduced uh, a similar feature where everything just comes in. Um, any, anything that can be redeemed into USDC on Ethereum will come in as USD. And that, that's going to make the user experience a lot better. So you don't have to like play around with so many different stable coins. There's like so many right now. So that's one of the features mm. that, that will improve liquidity and improve the overall um, user experience. Awesome. And yeah, just to uh, dumb it down a bit, because it is uh, perhaps a bit overwhelming because you have so many features and building this one-stop shop, naturally, it becomes sometimes a bit overwhelming for, I don't know, uh, new players in, in crypto or novice uh, uh, users. But if you go on your, so if you connect your wallet, you can go and see your balance and just searching on Atom, for example, if you want to deposit, let's say, Atom to the network, uh, you'll see multiple uh, options for Atom, and that might confuse some people. Uh, I know certainly some in the, in the ecosystem has, uh, has asked that question. So you'll see, for example, Atom on the Binance chain. You'll see Atom, obviously, from the Cosmos Hub. You'll see uh, Liquid Staked Atom, like R Atom from Staffy Hub or Stride. Um, and then you have the uh, the sort of, I guess you can call it a native to the carbon chain uh, or interest-bearing uh, carbon chain uh, tokens with a CIP atom. So basically, you can deposit atom from different networks, different chains onto carbon and then do all this cool DeFi stuff. But just a question on this, uh, the CIP token. What is this interest-bearing token um, and how is it sort of different or perhaps comparable to liquid-stake tokens? So interest-bearing tokens are basically, uh, specifically carbon interest-bearing tokens are basically just uh, tokens that are deposited on our money market. So they basically would incur uh, accrued interest from the borrowers. So these are also, they're basically receipt tokens of the collateral that is inside the money market. Makes sense. So if I deposit, let's say, Adam to the money market on the Nitron, then I get CIB Adam uh, in return, and then can I do something with that? Yes. Or yeah, so it's just, a uh, fully yeah. liquid token, and you can do anything that you want with it. Uh, I believe, yeah. Nice. So I can stake it, or maybe not stake it, but at least add it to a pool. Uh, I can do all kinds of things with it. Yeah, theoretically, you can. Nice, nice, awesome. So that's the current platform, and then the. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot, but <laughs> now that you mentioned that uh, you you can't wait for all these upcoming features, can you tell a little bit about what's uh, what's in store? Yeah, sure. So uh, what's in store in the very near term is referral module, it, like the referral link. So we are launching an atom perp competition next week, and together with that launch, we are launching a highly anticipated referral link system 
which, which our community has been asking for about like a year already. So that's finally done. <laughs> and that means that you can create your own referral link and share with your friends to get them to come in and trade at a discount. And you also earn a small rebate based on what they based on their trading um volume as well. So this is going to help um make our community uh, brand ambassadors. Uh, we we have a brand ambassador program, so they can basically like say, hey, uh, I want to promote Dmax um very very hard, and I want to get a referral link that is a bit um better than a typical referral link. So all of this uh is coming next week with our Atom Pub competition. So very excited to to share that. And I'm gonna like do my own YouTube channel and gonna try trading and gonna use this um DMAX platform to be my trading platform and also like share my referral link there. So gonna try to like basically spread the word of um DMAX with with the referral link, which will help us in brand awareness a lot. Definitely. And I know you have a passionate community, so I'm sure uh, referral links will get spread widely uh, once you open up for that feature. Yeah. Um, so that's that's great and great timing also with all the all the features that you have built uh, now in the in the in the different uh, products. Tell us a little bit about the token. So uh, DMX token, native token, I guess you can say, is the SWTH token. Yeah. And I think that's also where some confusion is created for some people, at least that you know they people are used to saying like if they have, for example, Osmosis, the token is Osmo. If they have Jira, the token is Kuchi. Like it's very easy to see <laughs> the connection. Yeah. But uh, with uh, SWTH, uh, what's the story there? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely right, and we definitely recognize this as a branding issue that we are looking to solve uh, this year as well. So, um, Swift or uh, SWTH used to be called Switchio, which is the name of our development studio, but it was also the name of the exchange back then. So, Switch Switchio came from the two words Switch Neo. Because our DEX last time was on the new ecosystem. And basically, we allow people to switch between different new assets. That's why switch, switch, switch new. And we, when we move over to Cosmos, um, it, was, it was challenging to rebrand the, the token um, because there were, it was already circulating. There was a community around it. So we didn't want to um, go through that process. And the tech back then, was wouldn't allow such a conversion to be very easy because I mean back then it's like 2019 not a lot of infrastructure and tooling has been done uh, but in today's age uh, there's a lot more tooling a lot, a lot more infrastructure in place and we are exploring um rebranding the token into like a carbon token like C A R um B O N I'm not I'm not very sure what the ticker will be there yet. Uh, and we can do like a simple way where you just wrap it into like carbon, so just be packed to it, similar to how uh if um when you trade it, it becomes uh wrap if. So same idea. Uh, so we're we're exploring that. Uh, but yeah, that's a short history of where the token came from. And to pronounce it, it's it's Swift. The, the that's the pronunciation. Cause even our community, our community, unsure what's the the proper pronunciation for that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And the tokenomics around the Swift, um, what, what's the, yeah, talk, talk, talk us through the tokenomics, basically. Yeah. So we are very similar um, as a, like a real yield chain. Think of us as the in-between uh, of Kuji chain, where it's like pure, pure real yield, there's no inflation, and osmosis, where there's still a lot of inflation uh, and, and they are, but they are working to, to solve that problem and make their token more 
value accruing. So our chain uh, is about five years of inflation schedule, and we are about four years in. So the amount of inflation left is only about 20%. So most of the inflation is out in the hands of our community. So that's why we are also very community driven. And why I say we are a real yield chain is because I wish I could show my screen, but when you provide liquidity or when you stake SWIFT, you get as you get a cut of every single uh, trade or DeFi activity that happens on our chain. So I stake SWIFT, for example, I'll get like when someone trades Atom, I get a bit of Atom. When someone trades like USDC, I'll get uh, some of the USDC. So when I go and claim my rewards, I get a whole list of different assets that I can claim. And that's a similar idea to uh, what Kujiva did as well. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And just uh, now that you mentioned Kujira, um, and perhaps also other ecosystems like Injective is also uh, a name or a platform that comes up. How do you guys compare to these? Maybe it's difficult to say in general, but um, now you mentioned Kujira, so we can start there. Yeah. So uh, I would say mainly we are similar uh, in a lot of our features. We are both club taxes. Um, they have cross margin. We have perps. A cross margin will come. Um, sorry, they have margin trading. Uh, we have perps, but our margin trading will also be uh, coming as well. Uh, but one of the main difference is that so right now we do support um a money market, but we also have like various integrations with many other protocols to come up with interesting uh, DeFi strategies. Like for example, we support Stride assets, Stride liquid stick assets. So that means like ST Atom, which earns about 20% a year from its staking rewards can be accepted as a collateral on Nitron for you to borrow against. So these are some of like the more advanced um, like DeFi strategies that we try to implement and enable on our platform for our users. And we we have like um, a lot of new features that are upcoming that will more, more or less differentiate us from um, other ecosystems. So we try to really just focus on what we're doing and stay in our lane. And sometimes uh, there's a lot of great ideas that all converge into a single um, like feature that is very common across all different uh, decks. But that's just how, how it works sometimes. And we will just keep innovating and coming up with different um, cool features. Makes sense. And I think one of the killer features that you guys have, uh, which I hear also from the community again and again, is this way of being able to just deposit assets from all kinds of chains onto one the, the one-stop shop, as I like to call it, right? So a question on that is, how do you do that? Do you use a bridge? like Because you also integrate with non-IBC chains like Binance Smart Chain, Ethereum, etc. Yeah. So how do you how do you manage to do that without, or perhaps you, you are using a bridge uh, is, is yeah. a question. So we work with multiple bridging partners uh, and they are all audited. So for the chains that you see uh, that are not uh, supported by Axler is using this bridge called Poly Network. But we don't just stop there. We add our own additional layer of security on top of uh, the bridge. So in case something were to go wrong with the bridge, the assets are actually safe and it will not be, be drained as well. So we have been uh, in crypto for like um, four or five years, which is a pretty long time. And we haven't had a uh, funds being lost from bridge exploit so far. Nice, nice. And that's actually... Uh... 
one uh, community question as well about security, um, not so much on the bridge side, but on the money market side, because I think that's uh, that's a, at least what I see. Uh, you're getting a lot of attention these days for your money market, Nitron, uh, where you can, for example, deposit uh, liquid staked assets like ST Atom and then borrow uh, Atom and then just go in circles, totally degen it out, <laughs> yeah. uh, like a lot of people I'm sure is doing. Um, but of course, with these uh, decentralized money markets, we know that flash loans are an issue. There's, you know, all these different things that can happen uh, on a security side. Perhaps it's difficult to do a flash loan attack on Atom because it's such a big uh, uh, coin and uh, such big market cap. But how do you safeguard against uh, something like this? How do you safeguard against uh, flash loans, for example? That's an excellent question. So uh, first of all, uh, DMAX on its own, also, so specifically Carbon, uh, does not have any flash loans capability. So no, no um, malicious actor can use any of the assets that are on Nitron for a flash loan attack on its own platform. So that's the first thing. And secondly, more importantly, we have really robust oracles that would enable a TWAP. So TWAP stands for Time Weighted Average Price. And one of the, the tricks about Flash Loan is that the name Flash means that it has to be, be done on a single block. And if we top the, the prices, then it doesn't matter if you do it in a single block because our Oracle will not recognize the price manipulation that takes place in that one block. We use a average weighted price, uh, average weighted price across time. And that's how we will avoid Flash Loans. But also additionally, we are our own network. So if someone were to use a flash loan, uh, let's say Osmosis enables flash loan, I'm not too, too sure, or if um, Mars Protocol that just launched uh, enables a flash loan on their platform, we are not the same network. So using um, a flash loan uh, assets uh, from another network to attack our network um, will, not, will not work because our blocks are not synced. They're not the same. So hopefully mm. that answers that question. Yeah. And how about other products uh, throughout DMX? Uh, I don't know the pools, perhaps, or the perpetual, uh, the perps that you have on the. Is there any um, any tech that you have to safeguard against the potential attacks? Yes, I'm. I'm really glad you asked. So, uh, we, I, I think we are one of the first, if not the first, to implement an ADL mechanism for our perps. So, ADL stands for Auto Deleveraging. This is a feature that is very famous on centralized exchanges where they prevent a trader from making too much money. So auto-deleveraging, as its name states, will auto-deleverage a profitable trader whenever his trade is basically bankrupting someone else on the other end. Because so for you to earn money, someone else must be losing money in some mm -hmm. sense. So if the protocol um, finds that, okay, you, someone is making a lot of money with very high leverage, and he's, he's basically like either got lucky or he's, he's really uh, has high conviction on what he's doing. And the other party is basically bankrupt. We will basically stop the trade, uh, close off his position. So this is not the best for that profitable trader. But this basically socializes the, the losses onto the, the trader to basically protect mm. the, the protocol. So the protocol don't actually lose money. They don't owe anyone debt because we will close off overly profitable position when bankruptcy happens. So this is done across all of the famous um, that, uh, sectors like your BitMEX, your Bybit, your Binance, etc. So we have implemented that on our DEX as well. And I think we, we might be the only one that has this. 
Nice. That's a. Uh... That's awesome. Is that something that has there been a big case of this, a big uh, hack somewhere that uh, is notoriously famous, which I don't know about. <laughs> Perhaps others don't know about. Um, I, I'm. I guess this is not really a a hack. It's more of the protocols protocols financial health in ensuring mm. that there's no bad debt uh, to users. So one famous mm. example was back in uh start of 2019 on Bitmax, where you know Bitcoin price. Uh, after that that huge drop from 6k to 3k and then it just it just pumped back up to like 6k uh there were a lot of traders that were highly highly leveraged long and basically they were going to wipe out bitmax um fund and they basically just closed all of the profitable trade yeah so that was a, a famous example of that yeah and i think now that i think about it the uh, mango markets hacker eisenberg who were uh, Docs himself, he was bragging on Twitter, I remember, about the, how he did an open market operation and uh, basically just, he didn't hack, it was it was a highly yeah. profitable trade, uh, as he called it, I think, but yeah. now he's in jail, so probably not <laughs> so legal as he uh, originally thought. Um, but I guess that's also something that sparks controversy. But yeah, I think that's a good example, right, uh, of a hacker that is uh, doing, obviously, open market operations, but really squeezing pushing up the price, squeezing out and liquidating people and uh, leaving a lot of bad debt to everybody else, basically. Yeah, so if, if Mango, um, if their perps had our ADR mechanism, uh, he would have gotten away with quite a bit of money, uh, but way less than what he actually got uh, because mm. his position, his profitable trade position would have been closed out pretty early. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So uh, we talked a little bit about... Uh, all the different features. We talked about how you guys are integrating with Cosmos. Not so many people, uh, I think it's changing now pretty fast, but not so many people know about you. Um, how are you guys building partnerships? How are you guys getting the word out? Uh, I think you are doing a fantastic job and you guys are getting more and more active, but uh, are you doing any partnerships with other protocols, uh, other ecosystems? Uh, how, how is that going? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. We have been working really hard behind the scenes over the past few years. And it's only this year uh, where I basically stepped up to become uh, one of the business developers. So previously, we didn't have any like DeFi DGENs on the um, front-facing side. We have DGENs on the back end and as the engineers, but they're not really like marketers. So we have way too many engineers and too little marketers in our com in our company at the moment. Uh, so they, they basically got me to be the like sort of like to promote it more on my socials. Um, because I, I am a DeFi DJ and I have been in DeFi for a while and I am familiar with the platform and I think there is great potential. So I want to bring this a uh, cool platform to more more people. And I agreed to that, to that uh, basically the, the new position. And I basically am just hustling, meeting with new protocols. Uh, I think I meet with four protocols every day and we just keep sharing sharing the word and trying to figure out if we can collaborate with partnership integrations. So I think if you see on our governance forum right now, we have Stripe and Eris having a governance discussion about uh, integrating with um, DMX for our money market. And that has gotten a lot of eyeballs. So we are hoping that we can continue to engage with our community, engage with the wider Cosmos audience, 
uh, and even non-Cosmos audience because we have exciting stuff with Arbitrum ecosystem coming soon, for example. We are going to have a Twitter Spaces with GMX. We're going to have a Twitter Spaces with Arbitrum itself, the Layer 2, coming soon because we've just launched an integration with Arbitrum. So we're doing a lot of things to get a lot more community outreach and brand awareness. Uh, we're doing like a meet the office, a meet the team and an office video tour coming soon because we are all docs. And I thought I just thought we we should let the community know that uh, know who who the people behind the protocol are. I thought that would be a good good idea to get more credibility and assurance. Yeah, so we're doing a lot of things. Definitely, definitely, and I think a lot of crypto blockchain projects they start like this, right? They're in the basement, they're building for sometimes a long time uh, to really build out solid tech. And then only after a few years, then they start doxing themselves and becoming a public figure, really. Um, and uh, that's certainly something that we've seen in uh, in other Cosmos projects. So you're not alone, I think. For anyone who's giving you any uh, any comments on like how you uh, haven't been pushing the BDE development uh, hard enough, uh, I think this is just natural in our industry that the projects are doing something like this. You mentioned something interesting. You mentioned GMX, uh, which I think a lot of people also, also the user interface almost uh, resembles uh, GMX, uh, which is massively successful. Um, are you guys considering doing like a crypto index um, like GMX have done and similar projects? Uh, is that something that you are perhaps in the making of doing? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Uh, I can't give any comments at this point in time. So um, that, that would be my answer, unfortunately. <laughs> To TBD. Yes, uh, <laughs> um, I mean no comments, but do do continue to be excited with what we are coming because it might surprise you. I can say this, however, we are launching a new liquidity mechanism that will revolutionize trading and liquidity on Cosmos. So mm. that's that's what I can say. That's what I can comment on. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and uh, I mean, people are just hungry for alpha, right? Uh, especially with platforms and products that are doing so many things, uh, shipping fast. They know that, uh, you know, they, there's a lot of alpha to be spilled, basically. So that's why I can also see from the community, they're they're asking a lot of these questions. <laughs> so uh, I, I will take it as a compliment, basically. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> There's a basic uh, sort of a novice question here that I think is uh, worth just bringing home for everybody being on the same page. And that is, uh, can you explain the meaning of cross-chain liquidity and settlement? Um, and how does it benefit the user, basically? We touched upon it already, but I think it is something that is quite new, quite uh, maybe not revolutionary, but something that is really different from the previous bull market. Um, you couldn't do that in the same way. Uh, so how, what is the meaning of cross-chain liquidity and uh, settlement and how you guys are bringing it to life, basically? Yeah, so uh, it's it's not anything too new. Um, as, as we mentioned, we are a cross-chain DEX. So what that means is that when you send assets over, we work with multiple bridging partners to uh, bridge the asset. So when they are on DMAX, they are a web version of the asset. And when you send it out, that's when the settlement um, happens. So when you send it in onto DMAX, you can do any trade that you want at really low cost. We have like really low transaction fees, less than a cent per trade. And when you actually send it back onto its native ecosystem, that's when the settlement happens uh, on, the, on that native ecosystem's ledger. So that's basically what it means with cross-chain um, settlements. Makes sense. 
if anyone wants to read more about uh, how, what you build, how, how it works, all these things, is there any good uh, articles, any good documentation that they can read through? Yeah, there's so many. So we have a blog that we publish uh, regularly. Uh, so I'm a research analyst. I, I publish uh, research articles from time to time, but now I'm publishing a lot of our features, our, our updates and how the, the tech actually works. And that can be found on our website, like switcho.com. Um, but for our technical documentation, as well as our user documentation, you can head over to guide.carbon.network or guide.dmx, it's like guide.dem.exchange. And you can find the, all of the information that you need. And if you can't find anything, if you can't find something, uh, just shoot us a message on our Telegram. I respond really quickly uh, on that platform as well. Beautiful. And what's the Telegram handle just for everybody to, so they know? Yeah, so it's uh, Telegram, it's t.me slash carbon underscore ecosystem. So carbon mm -hmm. underscore dot, uh, carbon underscore ecosystem. That's how you can find us on Telegram. Great. And browsing through the website and uh, articles, etc. There's a question from the community also about the team behind. Uh, you also mentioned that uh, briefly that uh, you're starting to talk to yourself and and showing face um, is that something that they... actually okay fair enough fair enough so they can that can be found on the website as well uh, yes you can find us on I, I'm not sure if we have a teams page but we definitely do have a photo shoot um, that we did that I think we uploaded as well so you can you can see everyone everyone's face you can know who who is the team behind it nice and how is the team constellation is it uh, mainly uh, making made up of uh, Technologists, uh, developers, or talk talk to us a bit about the team, basically. Sure. So I think there's about we have about twenty plus people. Um, I basically everyone's an engineer except four of us who are in marketing. Yeah, makes sense. That's typically how a team looks like in crypto and a blockchain project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So um, is there anything, uh, CJ, that you want to uh, leave the community with? We've been touched, uh, touching upon many different subjects and uh, many of these uh, has been sourced from the community. Uh, I don't know, we have like 20 questions to go through. Some of them, of course, overlap with both the questions that uh, I have prepared and uh, they overlap with other uh, community members. But is there anything uh, you want to leave the community with? Um, yeah, so we have this exciting Atom Perp competition coming next week. And we want to just let everyone know that there's going to be a welcome bonus. So if you have never tried trading on DMX before, or even if you have tried trading on DMX before, uh, just um, go through the, the competition uh, welcome bonus. And you can get, I think it's either $10 or $20 just for making a few trades. So that doesn't matter whether you are new or whether you are returning. If you just place a few trades once our competition is live, you can get um, 10 to $20. If you are the first, I think it's 50 or it might be 100. I'm not too sure. But th 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 that's, that's a way for us to like welcome you guys onto, into our platform. And we also have a loser's rebate, if I'm not wrong. So if you trade and you lose money, up to $30, we will, we will give you back. So if you trade like small amounts, basically, even if you lose, we'll give you the whole thing back. So you have nothing to fear um, trading on, on our platform if you're just wanting to, to play around. Sweet. And when is that campaign launched or is it launched already? When is the date, basically? So we aim to have it live by next Thursday, which is 9th of February. But this is not confirmed. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an internal deadline and we, we right. try to get it done.
yeah makes sense CJ, thank you so much for coming on and being so generous with your time. This uh, this has been great. And I think uh, you guys at uh, DMX and Carbon in general, you are well deserved of uh, all the time that you can get to speak to the Cosmos community. But uh, thank you so much for what you're doing. And uh, for anyone who wants to listen or re-listen uh, to this, obviously this is being recorded as a space, but we also upload it on Spotify and all the other platforms where you can Uh, listen to episodes like this and others that we've had on thank you so much cj for joining us today no problem my pleasure and hope we can be on your platform again sometime in the near future definitely and actually on that we uh, on twitter we already talked about doing a a youtube live uh, where you sort of demo the platform demo what you can do i think that makes a lot of sense with all these different features it's always hard to grasp when you can see it on a screen So I think uh, next time we meet, we will do it face-to-face via YouTube Live. Yeah, that sounds great. I look forward to that. Beautiful. Thank you so much, CJ, and uh, take care. All right, you too. Take care, and thanks, everyone, for coming. Ciao.